When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest updates from the world of sports, gambling, and pop culture. Because you can't have a show without hot takes or a Tiger King meme these days. Know what I'm saying? Now, with over 200 episodes and ready to get after it again, here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Okay, folks, Thursday Night Football, and we're going to keep this game script very simple between the uh, Patriots and Falcons. Pats traveling to Atlanta, and they are favored uh, in this matchup by uh, six and a half. Listen, the Falcons are terrible. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, This is a rough Thursday night matchup. We got an over uh, underline of 47. You know, I'm not sure how this game really blows over unless the Pats just blow out Atlanta. I don't see that. I don't see Atlanta scoring enough points to really be relevant in this matchup. So I'm having a very tough time uh, trying to come up with a way to sell this matchup other than saying this is pretty much the Pats and move on. I, I don't, I don't think this is necessarily uh, the game to hang your hat on in terms of, you know, this is uh, this is the way everything's going to pan out. I think, you know, realistically, we're, we're kind of uh, hurtling towards, we know the matchups that make the most sense. We, we know who's going to be good, who's, who's not so good. And we just kind of move on from there. I, I, I don't think we need to over-dramatize this slate to begin with. So, to me, if you want to bet on this slate for, uh, for the money line, uh, oh, uh, well, the money line is just, like, incredibly rich. Like, the Pats are, like, minus 330. It, I mean, that's fine. If you're just looking to pocket some change, I'm fine betting the Pats money line. But uh, I think they cover here as well. The question is, you know, how do they get there? And Atlanta has so many deficiencies on offense. As I said, I have a really tough time building a lineup featuring two Atlanta people that aren't based on the fact that they're going to get blown out and they're just going to get garbage time points. Like, that's really where I'm I'm going towards uh, with the, the script building process uh, tonight. It's just, you know, playing... Uh, Pat's uh, Pat's in the captain, whether it's Mac Jones or running back, and just going from there. To me, this is just a relatively straightforward slate, and not to go 
too crazy um, uh, breaking it down in terms of uh, uh, n- not to go too crazy in terms of uh, 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 breaking it down because it just doesn't it doesn't make sense overthinking this is what I'm getting at. So uh, for me personally, you either go Damian Harris in the captain or you go uh, Mac Jones in the captain. And to me, if you're going uh, Damian Harris in the captain, then you're you're running it back with a pass catcher uh, on the pat side. Uh, Jacoby Myers has no real ceiling. Uh, I, I mean, when I say no real ceiling, I mean he has a very low ceiling. Uh, let me just be clear with that. And on the Falcon side, who are we going to go to? I mean, you know... Russell Gage gets a ton of targets on the Atlanta side. He's 6,600. And people like uh, p- uh, picking Kyle Pitts. You know, Kyle Pitts is the most talented guy on the Falcons. To me, I just look at this and say, why wouldn't the Patriots take away Kyle Pitts? Kyle Pitts is the only guy on this team that could legitimately hurt uh, the Patriots uh, on this Falcon squad. Uh, I mean, Calvin Ridley is still away from the team. I'm not even going to talk about the circumstances behind that. Uh, I, I have my thoughts, but that that's neither here nor there for the moment. Um, you know, to me, it's just a matter of which uh, Patriots guys you feel comfortable playing and kind of go from there. And then just do the run back script with Atlanta. Uh, no Cordero Patterson for Atlanta. Uh, so Wayne Gallman is in the mix, uh, to get touches for Atlanta, but he's 8,400, uh, on DraftKings. He's more in play on FanDuel at 6,500 DraftKings. He's an immediate X, in my opinion. He, he doesn't get enough carries. And I think, uh, the only way you could play him is if this game's closed, which I don't believe it will be. So to me, it's just, a, it's a non-starter. Uh, so r- realistically, it's just. If we're going Mac Jones in the captain, I want Hunter Henry uh, in the tight end spot on DraftKings. He's 7K on DraftKings. Uh, it looks as though uh, I'm checking the news here uh, as it goes along. Yeah, it looks like John New Smith is going to be in the mix tonight uh, for the Patriots. So it, it, it does slightly ding uh, the upside with Hunter Henry, but honestly... You know, it's not as though the Pats are a, like, they run a ton of uh, uh, passing plays. I mean, Mac Jones, realistically, is only going to be throwing 25 to maybe 28 times uh, in this matchup. I I don't see the Pats, uh, like, uh, airing it out. I I just think they're going to be too far ahead more often than not, and it's going to be through the run game. The question is, is that does Brandon Bolden get the work in the passing game out of the uh, out of the backfield? Because, uh, you know, it's not really Damian Harris. Yeah, a little bit and uh, not really Ramondre Stevenson. And I'll, I'll talk about Stevenson as well, um, because depending on who you're talking to, people like Stevenson to get the passing work and. From a fantasy projection, he's getting more love than Damian Harris. I think that I know Damian Harris is out with the concussion, but Stevenson got a ton of run last game. And the thing we know about the Pats, 
they don't like giving you the same look twice. So I have a tougher time accepting that Stevenson is just going to take over the bulk of the work for the Pats run game. I think it's going to be a lot of Harris. And then when they get up, it's going to be a lot of Brandon Bolden because they're going to be too far up. Why run down Stevenson? Yes, I know he's a rookie, but realistically, the Pats have legitimate aspirations of making a postseason run now. Uh, you know, they're six and four now. You know, get another win on the books, and they're get, they're getting in the mix where they have that legitimate uh, shot at a wild card spot at least, and possibly if Buffalo keeps stubbing their toe of winning the division. Uh, listen, it sounds crazy, but stranger things have happened. You never know if Buffalo, because Buffalo's been stubbing their toes when they're healthy. We haven't seen if uh, uh, Buffalo actually get nicked up with major injuries. Uh, yeah, they get they lost Dawson Knox for a game or two. Like That's not a major injury, in my opinion. So you never know. Uh, the Pats are going to try to look to put this one away early and salt it away. I don't. I really don't see the projections how uh, Atlanta's scoring 20 points on this New England defense. I, I, I really struggle with this one. So to me, I'm playing a lot of Mac Jones uh, with passing game and like getting, getting uh, two uh, receivers, whether it's a, a wide receiver or tight end. Uh, like I said, uh, with Jonu Smith in, it hurts Hunter Henry a bit uh, because Jonu Smith is 2,400, so you can get creative with uh, the builds. Um, and then you could always... Uh, Substitute Jono Smith. Uh, like, if you don't feel comfortable with the Brandon Bolden at 4,800 in the passing game work, you can play some uh, Jono Smith. I just think you can get creative with uh, the roster construction. So, to me, it's not the end of the world uh, when, you're start, when you start building out teams and you're just playing at least four Patriots players and going from there. I, I don't think it's... Uh, the craziest thing in the world. So to me, you know, w- we go there and we 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 kind of we kind of tell ourselves that that this is the the play uh, to begin with. So for me, I just uh, I I look at this as a case where uh, you know we can uh, uh, we 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 can uh, we can look through it a little bit closer and. Uh, not not get as uh, cute with uh, uh, the selection. So, as I said, th- this week, you know, we don't have to commit to a particular build outside of a Pats victory. I don't see Atlanta staying competitive. I'm being perfectly honest. Uh, so this this could be a snoozer of a game. So you can play kicker if you want. Uh, you know, with Nick Folk, if uh, the Pats uh, don't always punch it into the end zone, which is always a possibility. Uh, Young Way Koo for Atlanta, like that's a possibility at 4K. Uh, you know, because I don't see a ton of your like again. If Matt Ryan was playing better, if that offensive line was playing better, maybe I could see this one staying close. I really don't. I, I, it's like I have a really tough time seeing this game staying that close. So that's why I like Pat's run game. Like regardless, I like in my builds, I'm having at least one Pat's running back in the build itself. Because whether it's Bolden with garbage time work or it's maybe it's Stevenson, I think Stevenson can be a bit of a trap play. I think they're going back to Harris, to be honest with you. We've seen New England troll us before when, you know, they hammer one guy one week and then they don't go back to him the next week and you think he got benched. It, like, it's, it, 
Uh, we got we got the famous Jonas Gray incident of a couple of years back. Uh, you know, it's just uh, I don't know. It, it, it's just one of those things uh, that the Pats do with their running back situation. So don't get fooled with it if uh, somehow uh, somehow Stevenson doesn't factor in that nearly as much as you would expect them to. So that's going to do it for me, folks. I'm going to get out and out of here so I can uh, wrap things up and finalize certain things, and you guys can listen to uh, my input before the game kicks off. So uh, good luck tonight, and uh, until next time, have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.